0: His purpose in the earth. You're a part of the body. I know that means a part of the church, but we need to see ourselves as a part of the living, functioning body of Christ in the earth. In the earth, not a part of a congregation of people. Yes, we're that, but a part of a living functioning organism in the earth where the body of Christ moves throughout the earth, where the body of Christ moves throughout the valleys and the body of Christ fulfills its function as the head gives instruction and direction. And so the Lord brought you at this time to be a part of the body. And if you did that, it means you have function in the body. You have function in the body. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. John chapter 14. I think we're going to read some scriptures here. Jesus name I'll let you get your Bible and I'll turn that heater off brother Jeremiah you can feel free to turn that one off too hallelujah praise God we got here it was really cool thank the Lord these things work amen. amen so how do I fulfill my place in the body do I fulfill my place in the kingdom? Well, clearly we are born into the body by the infilling of the Holy Ghost. It is the birthing of the Spirit of God within us. We're born again. Uh, old things are passed away. All things are become new. And so now we're a functioning part of the body because we now have the spirit of the body dwelling in us. What happens if if you lose your spirit, you die? The spirit doesn't die. The spirit returns to its maker. But the body dies without the spirit. When we receive the spirit of God, now the life of the body is within us. We need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's the life of the body. That's the birthing into the body. All right? So I want, us, I want us to see this. And some of this I know tonight, I'm not apologizing. I'm just telling you, it's going to seem elementary. You're going to be like, I've heard this before. I'm just the messenger. John chapter 14 Jesus is speaking. I have not gotten far. many of you I know are watching different sessions by Bishop Wright on the eyes or on prayer or on the word study or and so if you look at all of them, there's about seventy different sessions and so you got to pick your spots um, and uh, I've gotten through a couple on the word and now I'm back to the eyes and so i but I Bishop Wright makes a statement about the word. And so I would encourage you somewhere along the journey to begin looking at those. But about it being the only book with which we can read and actually talk with the author while we're reading. And, um, you know, some things, you know, but sometimes the Lord takes something, you know, and really opens it up in your spirit. And uh, he's been doing that with me the last few weeks in the word. And so I want us to hear what Jesus is saying to us in John 14. Let not your heart be troubled. Now, this is on the heels of him telling Peter, you're going to deny me three times. Because this is about to happen to me, you're going to deny me three times. Verse 1, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Now, I have misunderstood this scripture for a large part of my life. This had been taught that the Lord was going to prepare a mansion for me in heaven. Well, that can't be true. I mean, if that's true of this verse, then the other verses of chapter 14 aren't true. and Something doesn't fit. If I just shattered your whole mansion, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to. Trust me, you're not going to heaven for a mansion anyway. Um, notice, I go to prepare a place for you. When he says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. The way that is written, what is implied there is the reason that I'm going. Is so that it prepares a place for you. Not I'm going somewhere and where I'm going, I'm preparing a place. Does that make sense? Like if it says, hey, I'll be back. But I've got to go to prepare a place for you. And so the moment I go, you. I left my going prepared a place for you. Does that make sense? I'm not saying, hey, I'm going and I'm building a place over here. And then when I'm done, I'll come get you and I'm going to bring you to what I prepared. That's how we've read that scripture. That's not what it says. That's We could do a whole Bible study on that. We, we don't have time tonight. Trust me on this or get with me later. The Lord was saying, I go, my going... Is preparing a place for you. This is what happens when he goes. Who is going? Who is speaking? Jesus. Jesus Christ. The church is the body of Christ. As long as Jesus Christ, the man, was present. There's not going to be two bodies of Christ in the earth. And so Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if he goes, it prepares a place for his body in the earth that wasn't there as long as he's here. That's what the scripture saying. Okay. That's important as we go further. All right, everybody okay? Amen. Verse 3, and, this is beautiful, if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Now see, this has been so misinterpreted. He's going, he's preparing a mansion. Then he's coming back to get me, and he's going to take me because he's in heaven, and so he's going to bring me where he is. See, we forget Jesus is saying this, but he's standing or sitting there in front of them saying it. Right? So you got to get a different perspective here. He's saying that where I am, not where I'll be, right? He said, I'm going to go. But he didn't say that where I'll be. That would have been the way to say it if he was talking about something somewhere else. Are you with me? I'm, again, I'm not trying to be kindergarten. The Lord needs us to get this. Jesus didn't say, I go to prepare a place for you that where I'll be, which would have been the way to say it if that's what he was talking about. But he said that where I, where I what? Oh, that's present. That's present. That where I am, there you may be also. What was he saying? Disciples, you're not where I am yet. And we're going to see this from these other verses. But I'm going. It's going to make a place for you. So that where I am right now, you'll be. And if I go prepare a place for you, I open up this place for you, I'm going to come back. And I'm going to receive you to myself so that where I am now, you can be also. You'll see that. Does that make sense? All right. Watch. And whither I go, you know. And the way you know. Now you think, man, I'm not following all that. Well, neither were the disciples. Verse 5, Thomas said to him, Lord, we know not whither you're going. And how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him, and you've seen him. Now that got their attention. Philip chimes up in verse 8 and says to him, to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us, or it'll satisfy us. Jesus said to him... Who's talking? Jesus. Jesus said to Philip, Have I been so long time with you? And yet, Hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? There was revelation happening here for the disciples. Jesus Christ is the Father incarnate, God in the flesh. And he just said he's going to make a place for us so that where he is, but he's going to come and gather us to himself. And he said, the only way to the father is through him. Are you following what he's telling them? He's telling them, I am God wrapped in flesh in front of you. And I'm leaving so that you can experience what I am right now. God dwelling in you. Don't worry, we'll read further. And he says that plainly. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I speak not of myself. But the Father that dwells in me, He does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, the Father in me. Or else believe me for the very works' sake. Truly, truly, or verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, watch this, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do. Why? Because I go to my Father. Going to the Father prepares a place for them. Prepares a place for them to be the body of Christ. To do the works that he does. That's why he wanted them to understand... It's not me doing the works. It's the Father in me. And me going away prepares a place for you. So the Father can dwell in you. And I want you to understand. There's no pressure on you to do the works. Any more than there's pressure on me to do the works. It's going to be the Father in you that does the work. That's how it works with me. That's what he was explaining to them in this process. You can get a little lost in the King James English. And whatsoever... Verse 13... Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you'll ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. Now watch verse 16. Jesus says something that's important. Everything he says is important. I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter. Everybody say comforter. He will give you a comforter that he may abide with you forever. This isn't temporary. Forever. He goes further. Even the spirit of truth. Everybody say spirit of truth. A comforter. The world needs a comforter today, doesn't it? Comforter. Comforter. Spirit of truth. Does the world need truth today? Oh, man, does the world need truth today? Jesus said, I'm praying that he'll give you a comforter, the spirit of truth, whom the world can't receive because it sees him not. Neither knows him, but you know him. How do you know him? How did Jesus say you know him? Ah, for he dwells with you. Who dwelt with them? Jesus Christ. But notice what Jesus said. And shall be where? In you. The whole idea that there are three gods is blown up by these few verses we've just read. If there's three gods, how could the Father be in Jesus and Jesus be in the Father? And Jesus say, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. If that's two separate gods. And then Jesus says the Father is going to send a comforter, even the spirit of truth, and you know him, and the reason you know him is because he dwells with you. Clearly, he's talking about himself. But then he goes further than saying not only does he dwell with you, he's going to dwell where? In you. Well, who is this comforter, this spirit of truth? This one that will dwell in them. Well, let's read further so we understand. 18, Jesus is speaking, right? I will not leave you comfortless. Who's going to come to them? What's it say? I will come to you. Who's talking? Jesus. Jesus said... The Father's going to send the comforter. Comforter is going to be the spirit of truth. I'm going to dwell in you. I am going to come to you. This is important. Verse 19. Well, let's skip down for sake of time. You can read all these other verses. Verse 25. Jesus says all these things. And then verse 25, Jesus says, These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. I'm still here, but I wanted you to hear this while I'm with you. But the Comforter, verse 26, which is... What's the Comforter? The Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send, how? In my name so here we have the Comforter, in one verse we have the Comforter, we have the Holy Ghost, which we know the Comforter and the Holy Ghost are the same, because that verse tells us that, the Comforter is the Holy Ghost. And the Father's going to send the Comforter or the Holy Ghost, we agree. And the Father's going to send the Comforter or the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. So the Comforter and the Holy Ghost are Jesus. And we read earlier, Jesus said, If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So the Father, the Holy Ghost, the Comforter, Jesus, are one true living God. And the plan of God has always been to dwell in His creation. And the plan of God has always been... To live in you and I so that He could manifest Himself to the world. And so Jesus Christ came as the perfect sacrifice, the example for you and I of how to live with the Spirit of God in us. Of what is possible with the Spirit of God in us. Of what happens when a body of flesh is fully yielded dead to self and alive unto Christ. What happens when a human being is dead to self and the Spirit of God lives within a man or a woman and the Father begins to work through that life. Jesus Christ for three and a half years exampled what that looks like. And then he said, I'm going away, so I prepare a place for you, but I'm going to come and I'm going to receive you to myself. So where I am, you'll be. And the works that I do right now, you're going to do greater works. Why? Because I'm going to the Father that makes a way for the Father to come dwell inside of you. The Lord has brought you to the kingdom for this time, for this purpose. For this reason, the Father will send in my name. You may have to hold your hand in John 14, but flip over to Acts chapter 3 real quick. I hope this is the right one. We'll scramble quickly if it's not. Acts 3 and verse 19. So this is after Peter and John have done some works. They've been filled with the Holy Ghost. The Comforter came. They received the gift of the Holy Ghost. They said to the man at the gate called, Beautiful, we don't have silver and gold, but what we have we're going to give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And he got up and went leaping and dancing into the temple with them. And everybody's questioning what in the world happened here. And Peter declares, hey, that Jesus that you crucified, the same as both Lord and Christ, and it's through his name and faith in his name that this man stands here before you whole. And he's telling this, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. What do we do here? Watch verse 19. Peter says to them, Repent ye therefore and be converted. What is he telling them to repent of? He's telling them to repent of the fact that they denied that Jesus was God in the flesh. The fact that they denied he was the Messiah and that they cursed him to die on a cross. To repent of their denial and to turn. To repent is a change of mind, a change of direction. To repent and be converted. Let your thinking be changed to recognize the very one you denied was the Messiah. It was God in the flesh. Repent and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. When the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord and... Everybody say and. What happens after you repent? In your way of thinking, you realize, oh my goodness, there's not three gods. There's one God. Jesus was the one true living God. He wants to live inside of me. You convert. You repent. You're converted. And watch what he says. He shall send. Who shall he send? He'll send Jesus Christ, which was preached unto you. Was he telling them that like this man, Jesus Christ, was going to come back and be sent to them? And here's this man again. Of course not. The disciples are preaching what Jesus told them in John 14. The Father will send the Comforter in my name. They understood. When he says he'll send Jesus Christ, he could have just as easily said, and he will send the Holy Ghost. They were simply preaching what they'd heard from Jesus in John 14. He will send Jesus Christ. If there's any revelation beyond this one that the Lord wants to give us, it's a revelation of who we are once He fills us with His Spirit. We are the body of Christ in the earth. We are the body of Christ in the earth. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Why don't we stand together? I could go through about two and a half more chapters, but I don't think we will tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The gift of the Holy Ghost. Is for every individual on the face of the earth. God is no respecter of persons. And his design and his desire is to baptize lives with his spirit. And the purpose is such that it would birth people into the body of Christ. And then the body of Christ would do the works that he did. Yea, greater works than those that the world would know the Father and the Father would be glorified in us. Would you pray with me right now? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are the body of Christ in the earth. You are designed to be the body of Christ in the earth. God has brought you for such a time as this. He would desire to fill you with His Spirit. He would desire His Spirit to operate through you and I with liberty and with authority to set at liberty the captive, to open the eyes of the blind, to... Heal the brokenhearted. Come on, this is the plan of God through your life and mine in this hour. This is why he's brought us to the kingdom for this time. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Open our understanding of who we are in you. Open our understanding of you in us, Father. The ministry and the manifestation of your spirit through us. Iramaye koyo, yene kiara masata. Iloro la yene ti a masataha. In Jesus name, in Jesus name, in Jesus name. In Jesus name Jesus. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Praise God. If you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost tonight, you can receive it right here in this room. Or if you've gotten dry and cold and you need to be renewed in the Holy Ghost, it can happen here tonight. Would you lift your hands and your heart with me? If you've repented of your sins, if you've truly repented of your sin. And you open your spirit tonight. The spirit of the Lord will come upon you. And his spirit will give utterance. Come on, would you begin to praise? Let words flow out of your mouth. Let the Holy Ghost work. Let words come out of your mouth in praise and adoration to him. From the youngest to the eldest here tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name In Jesus' name receive the Holy Ghost In Jesus' name Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah It's an empowerment of the Spirit of God It is the comforter. It is the spirit of truth. It is the spirit of grace. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
1: Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you. We magnify you, Lord. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Le We worship you, Jesus. We glorify you, Father. Hallelujah! 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 In the name of Jesus. sei maseki In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. Um, I'm sure you already recognize we're seeing a shift in the land. I am uh, reminded from the ministry tonight that God gave a king a dream. At an appointed time in the history of mankind and of the people, the Jewish people, the man had a dream, the king had a dream that he didn't understand. And then it was brought to remembrance of someone nearby, of a man that could interpret his dream. And so... Uh, unscheduled, unknowing after many, many, many years of a man simply surviving, living, waiting on God with his life in prison, is brought out of prison, brought before the king in a moment of time. Now, you, you talk about the concept of being brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. This man is brought into a a place in the world that has now been staged. And a king's had a dream and he interprets the dream and tells him there's a change coming. There's going to be seven years of plenty and there's going to be seven years of famine. And then this man is given a platform. in the eyes of whatever people chosen of God, but he's been given a platform to now, under the wisdom of God, to lead the people that would not only bring deliverance to some, but would sustain the people of God, the people of Israel. One individual being in the place where he was called to be, For such a time, because in the plan of God, there was a change that would come upon the nation. The natural order of things would shift and change. He has brought us to this time. It's a time to prioritize our focus as individuals and be listening to God, where to be, when to be there, what to say, what to do. This is where we are. Today, the governor issued a decree in Snohomish County, King County, Pierce County, that no more than 250 people could gather in in a place. There's another individual in the health department in King County that issued a further decree, saying nobody could gather at any number unless they... Could provide certain details. 30 days ago. Can you even imagine 30 days ago. Thinking the possibility of a change that could come in our land. We are here for such a time. We're here for such a time. People who were so wrapped up and busy with their own futures everything has been brought to a screeching halt and their eyes wide open, paying attention because there's, a, there's an obvious change that has come upon our land. It is the world. This is an important time for us to be wide awake spiritually. Spiritually. Wide awake, spiritually, listening to God for what his dream is, his plan. The destiny that he foreordained for us, rather than the pursuing of our own personal dreams. It's just a reality. He chose you. You're a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. You've asked yourself the question from time to time. Why me? Why wasn't it? You know, you look at your own family sometimes and wonder, how, how was it that you've been brought to the kingdom for such a time? Now is the hour. Now is the time. That's not evangelistic speaking. This is the reality of where we are. Let's pray Father help me to know Help me to see Let my eyes be wide open Spiritually Lord Let my ears be attentive to your voice Let there be no distractions Father In the name of Jesus Let me step Surely Father By the ordering of my step The making of my way In the name of Jesus. Or to stand. Or to stand. And to wait upon you, Father. The heeding of your direction. In the name of Jesus. There are souls at stake. There are souls at stake.
0: Mando rey me ki ya rama yete yema He Hile niki e no rodo soto. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Iana ne lodoriya ramane yotorema. Shele dia mandolo voria nande yekita in Jesus name in Jesus name Sita mande yekita maha teloro ria rama yekia nandolo bosia rabakai And the lo and the city, and in city, and teledia ramando robocociti eledia ramaha i andolo bocosi arabakayti anandolo hallelujah in jesus name Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. There are because of the season there are places in prayer the Lord would take us. It's what we are experiencing here. It's what we experienced last week talked with some of you, um, uh, there are those of you that God will call you has called you to intercession and this is the time. This is the time. Uh, there's, there of course are different types of intercession. There's travail. There is spiritual warfare. Um, And so we will be called to those things. Um, We are called to those things in this hour. It is a spiritual work that takes place. We have to still do the work of speaking to people and having the boldness to speak, yielding to the spirit of God. God has equipped us when he filled us with the Holy Ghost. That's what he wants us to understand. We're equipped to do the work that he wants to do through us. We're filled with the Spirit. He does the work. We yield. Let's get in our priorities in alignment so that He can and will. As you give yourself to intercession, I've said this to some of you. I want to say it to us publicly. As you give yourself to intercession, should the Lord lead you into that place in travail and warfare, it is important and critical that you spend time in the Word of God. And that you spend time in praise and worship when you come out of a place of intercession travail and warfare you need to give yourself to a time of praise and worship and letting the Lord renew your spirit and your strength and put on the garment of praise it's important and you need the balance of the word of God so you need to make sure you're staying, this isn't anything to be afraid of, it's It's wisdom, and all right. So make sure we're being in the Word and giving ourselves to praise, but also give yourself to intercession as the Lord leads you there. These things are important. The timing is critical. Over a hundred universities across the United States have canceled classes the rest of this year. If you're aware of that, Um, I work in a couple of university towns, and. Pullman has spring break starts on Monday, and they let the students know not to come back from spring break. That summer starts now, and all of their spring semester is online. There's no need to return to the school. Uh, The University of Idaho, just across the border, has done the same thing. And next week is finals at Central here in Ellensburg. They have announced that all finals will be online. Then spring break, and they're determining, we learned today, they're deciding whether or not they're going to have the students come back from spring break in Ellensburg. This is preparing people's hearts for the word of God. There is an open door in front of us. There is an open door, God-given. We are the people of God. Amen? You are the people of God. You are the body of Christ in the earth. In Jesus' name. Why don't we stand together tonight? Amen. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for your ministry. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for choosing us. We did not choose you. You chose us and ordained us. So we receive of your calling, we receive of your ordaining, and by your grace, we will walk according to the will of God. I pray your strength in this people, your spirit in us and with us to do the work that you've called us to do in this hour, and that you would be glorified. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen and amen. God bless you. Greet someone you're dismissed in
1: Jesus' name.